Ask the Podcast Coach for December 25th, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. Well, there it is. There's that music that normally means it's Saturday and time to ask her to do Ask the Podcast Coach. But hey, it's Christmas. So what we have for you today is a snippet. It's from episode 700 of the School of Podcasting. Because in that episode, I answer 54 podcast questions in 26 minutes. We'll hear that in just a second. I just want to say thank you to all the listeners of the School of Podcasting. I want to say a special shout out to my buddy Jim Collison from TheAverageGuy.tv. We do have a lot of fun on Saturday morning. We will be back January 1st, 2022. So I'll see you next year. Get it? Yeah, next year because it's, yeah, okay. So here is 54 podcast questions because, you know, it's Ask the Podcast Coach where you get your podcast questions answered live. Well, not live today because of that whole, you know, Christmas thing. So here it is. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week for another live version of Ask the Podcast Coach. And now it's time for the ultimate podcast lightning round. What is the best microphone for under $100? I would say the Samson Q2U because it works both as a USB microphone and an XLR, unless you're doing a lot of traveling, in which case I would recommend the Audio-Technica ATR2100 because it has a lifetime warranty. Which is the best media host? I would say Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. Use the coupon code SOP free to get a free month. Are you saying that because you work there? No, I've been saying that since 2005. How many episodes should I launch with? You only need one. Anything above one? is gravy and is entirely up to you. How do you record a phone call? Get a Skype out number and use Skype or if you've got the budget a Rodecaster Pro makes it super easy but... Yeah, I was afraid of that. This episode's from 2019. Roadcaster Pro makes it great. I still like the PodTrack P4 is another great solution but if you're looking for remote recording, I like Squadcast as the primary and then whatever hardware as the secondary. Continue on. I generally avoid the phone lines at all costs. Why do you say avoid phone lines? Because there's no way to stop them from sounding like the phone and people will do an interview in their car or on the subway. What if they're not on the phone? What's the best way to record a Skype call? Free MP3 Skype recorder on the PC and call recorder on the Mac. Yeah, the nice thing about Squadcast, they don't have to set up an account. They don't need to install software, hence why I like Squadcast as the primary, and then use whatever hardware as a backup. Let's continue. However, if you're doing interviews over the internet, not the phone, I would recommend Squadcast for the best absolute quality. And yep, been recommending them for two years. They work great, but I always say have a backup. I'm doing a solo show. How do you get comfortable talking to yourself? The same way you get comfortable doing anything. Practice, practice, practice. Do many episodes, as many as you need, until you feel comfortable behind the mic. Then press record. Can you make money with a podcast? Yes. How do you do that? By delivering value over a consistent period of time. Then, using the relationship you have with your audience, you can sell your stuff, sell other people's stuff. You can have live events, sponsors, donations, crowdfunding, and in some cases, free stuff. And of course, you can read about that in my book, Profit From Your Podcast, available at ProfitFromYourPodcast.com. Get an autographed version by going to ProfitFromYourPodcast.com slash book. 
I'm getting X amount of downloads for my podcast. Is that good? As always in podcasting, it depends. 300 downloads for the Pygmy Pony podcast would be phenomenal. 300 downloads for a general weight loss show when everyone is fat would be mm, maybe not so good. The worst thing you can do is compare yourself to others. How do I reach out to be on other shows as a guest? Listen to their show and send a personalized message proving you listen to their show and then explain how you're going to bring value to their audience in a way that proves you understand who their audience is. What's one of the top podcast mistakes? Not getting feedback from someone who you feel is your target audience before promoting your show. Why are you promoting a show when you don't know if it's good or not? What is the best use of a Zoom H1 portable recorder? Yeah, you guessed it. And the question after this one was how do I use an H4 and H5 or an H6? I don't recommend any of those. I recommend the Zoom PodTrack P4. It is the Swiss Army Nice of, of podcasting. It's $200 and it does everything you need, whether you're recording remotely or on site. When would you recommend a Rodecaster Pro? When budget is not a concern or if you're doing interviews and not super technical, especially if you're taking phone calls or if you're involved with live streaming. What is the best affordable audio editing software for a podcast? If we're talking affordability, it's hard to beat free and the best free program is Audacity. What software do you use? I use Hindenburg. I love it. It's super easy. I love the interface and it makes me sound great. I'm using it right now. Do you use any plugins? I use the Waves Sheps Omni Channel. It's a noise gate. It's a compressor. It's got a great EQ, and it's less than $30. Should I use Facebook ads to promote my show? Only if you have a budget and are positive your content is connecting with your audience. Otherwise, you're spending money to let the world know your show needs work. Also, boosting a post, from what I understand, is an absolute complete waste of money. What do you think about Anchor? Oh, there you have it. It's the Daily Double. You have to be very careful when using Anchor. Hey, if you want to hear me answer that question with up-to-date reasons why I don't like Anchor, I still don't like them, go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 805. I'll have links to everything at askthepodcastcoach.com slash 373. Do I need to edit my podcast? Unless you're perfect, yes. When I hear the phrase, oh, I just want to keep it real, I kind of think you're just keeping it real lazy. What are your thoughts on transcriptions? I kind of feel they're the poor man's or lazy man's show notes. They can be handy when you edit if you're trying to find a certain topic or to make your show notes and pull those bullet points out. But just publishing straight transcriptions, most of the free services or inexpensive ones, are somewhere between 70 and 80% uh, correct, which means 20% are typos and make you look stupid. And on episode 372 of Ask the Podcast Coach, we talked about this because Sirius is being sued by basically the organization for deaf people saying, hey, you're leaving us out, and you can check that out for a more detailed discussion of that. Continue on, shall we? I'm getting a little crispy. How do you avoid burnout? I use a tool like Evernote to capture ideas when I have them because typically I never get ideas in a place that's convenient to write them down. So I always have something to capture the ideas and never, ever, ever compare yourself to others because comparison is the thief of joy. Be the best you there is. Nobody is better than you at being you. Should I use a stage name? If you're a female, I would definitely consider it. Why? 
because guys are creepy. Really creepy. When promoting my show, should I use an Apple link or an Android link? Neither. Send them to your website where you have links for both. You really, really, really want them to subscribe. I'm struggling with what I need to say in my very first episode. I'm not sure what it should be about. How did you decide? Don't think about a giant audience because your audience isn't giant yet. Think about that one person who needs to hear your show. What's the best thing you can tell them that's going to make them want to share your show with a friend and more importantly, subscribe to your show? And if your answer is, I don't know, then you need to do more research over who your target audience is. What is your opinion on doing an episode zero where I explain what's going to be happening in the future? I'm not a huge fan of these because they don't deliver any value now. Think about this like you're hungry. You walk into a restaurant, you go, man, I am hungry. And they go, great. We are going to make your favorite dish in an hour. (laughs) That doesn't do anything for you now. You have to deliver value now. I'm currently using a Samson Q2U microphone. Should I upgrade to the EV RE320? Is your audience complaining about your audio quality? No. Are you happy with the sound of your voice? Yes. Then no. Save your money and don't upgrade. Unless, of course, you have money burning a hole in your pocket and you're not married and you do a show about podcasting. What do you use for live streaming? StreamYard. Links in the show notes at askthepodcastcoach.com slash 373. If you want to play jingles and such while you're live, check out Backpack Studio. It's an iOS app. And if you have the budget, check out the Rodecaster Pro. However, I want to point out, for many years, I did live streaming without a Rodecaster Pro. It's not a necessity. It just makes it a whole lot easier. And of course, back then, we didn't have, I don't think, a PodTrack P4. That's the one I recommend the most now. Roadcaster's great. I love it. But you can do a lot of live streaming with a PodTrack P4 and save yourself about $400. Woo! I want to take phone callers like they do on the radio. What kind of tool can I use that has a cue for callers? The tool I've used in the past is called callinstudio.com. Keep in mind, if you have a chat room, it's really easy to get people to send you questions and feedback live with a chat room. You may not need it. If you decide to use it, you're adding a level of complexity to your live stream, and I would highly recommend you get a call screener. What's the best way to get sponsors for your podcast? Step one, build an audience. You do that by delivering value, then find a product you like and that fits your audience, and then ask them if they want to sponsor the show. My co-host and I are going to be together recording a podcast for the first time in the same room. Is it necessary to still use two mics or can we share one? When you're recording with multiple people in one room, pretend you're Oprah. You get a microphone. You get a microphone. You get a microphone. Do not have everyone huddle around a blue Yeti unless you're in a deeply treated room that has almost no room noise. You'll end up sounding like you recorded it in the bathroom or a tunnel. I'm looking to hire an editor for my podcast. What's a reasonable rate? Keep in mind here, you get what you pay for. You can get people that do it very cheap, but you might be up against a language barrier. Steve Stewart at stevestewart.me has a group of editors. Typically, it's around $100 an episode. Keep in mind that Uncle Sam is going to keep $30 of that for that person. The cheapest company I know of is is at schoolofpodcasting.com slash edit. Should I send my podcast to YouTube? It's free and it might grow your audience. So I say, yeah. Now, if you already have a YouTube channel with videos, I would recommend making a new channel that will have your audio only videos. Should I launch a crowdfunding campaign like Patreon for my podcast? If you have an engaged audience that is asking you to, 
Absolutely. Just keep in mind that if you're not sure and you start a Patreon account, make sure that your rewards are rewarding to your audience, not you. Like, hey, if you give me money, I'll buy a new uh, mixer. Uh oh. That really doesn't benefit them a whole lot unless your podcast sounds horrible. So keep in mind, only 3% of your audience is going to sign up. And according to Patreon, the average patronage is $7 a month. So if you're getting 150 downloads per episode, that equals $42 a month. Can I use copyrighted music in my podcast if it's less than 10 seconds long? No, as in N-O, as in nope, uh uh-uh, can't do it. If you don't have permission of the songwriter, the song performer, and whoever owns the mechanical rights, which is typically the record label, no, you cannot play that music in your show. It also makes no difference how much money you make or do not make with your podcast. Nope, uh uh-uh, nope, can't do it, sorry, nope, not, don't do it. Too bad. How do I upload my episodes to Apple? Technically, you don't upload anything to Apple. Apple simply reflects whatever is in your RSS feed, which is typically provided by your media host. I want to rebrand my podcast. Do I need to start over from scratch? You don't want to do that because you'll lose your current audience. Instead, go into whatever you're using to make your RSS feed, update your artwork, making sure it meets Apple specs, and change the name, and your changes should appear within 24 hours. I also recommend when changing your artwork, use a different file name. So if the file was logo.j, JPEG, make it something like logo2.jpg. Should I join a podcast network? If you can keep your audience, if you decide to leave later, and there is proof that joining the network may actually boost your downloads, it sounds like there's no downside. And if it's not an absolutely heck yeah, then I would say uh, no. I need a web designer. Check out Mark over at podcastbranding.co. That's right. I liked Mark back in 2019, and I'm still promoting him today does great work i need someone to design my podcast artwork again check out podcastbranding.co you can also if you are on a budget check out kappa 99 stay away from fiverr though there are a lot of people on fiverr that are very dishonest when it comes to artwork i need voiceover work the ladies at the top of the show are done by music radio creative or you can check out my buddy wayne henderson over at mediavoiceovers.com is starting a podcast hard no starting a good podcast is hard how do i get my show to rank higher in apple Podcasts? first of all be glad that it can be found at all but the key to that is to get more downloads and get more subscribers i would also take a good hard look at your headlines who do you use as a web host in the past i've used siteground i currently have a godaddy reseller at coolerwebsites.com do i actually need a website Yes, if nothing else, when you say subscribe to the show, go to my website. That is so much better than telling them, go find me in Apple Podcasts, go find me in Spotify, because in many cases, your audience can't. And of course, if you need somebody to design your website, go see Mark over at podcastbranding.co. If you want to kind of do it yourself, super simple, no techie needed kind of solution, check out PodPage at trypodpage.com. If you want to learn how to do it with PodPage, Go over to learnpodpage.com. It's one of my favorite solutions if you don't need a custom super fancy website. What are your thoughts on audiograms? I think those only work if you are growing your social audience as typically an audiogram just alerts your current social audience of a new episode 
And at that point, they go into whatever app they already use to listen to your podcast. So if your social isn't growing, then the audiograms are only alerting people who already listen to your show. And currently, this is just my opinion based on conversations I've had with other social media gurus. For me, the biggest mistake of an audiogram is when you spend an hour and a half trying to find the perfect clip to put in the audiogram. Why don't you just restate what your guest said and then say, for more information, check out my interview instead of spending so much time finding the perfect clip. What do you use to handle your marketing? I just switched to Social B for my social posting. I recently switched to SendFox for my email. Yeah, that is now ConvertKit. SendFox is not bad, but they didn't really give me all the control I wanted about cleaning up my list when I wanted to do it. I use uh, Canva for my images and graphics. And just for the record, SendFox is an email client. They're brand new. They don't have as many features as some of the other things. I used to have ConvertKit. So, of course, the lesson here is maybe the new shiny thing isn't so good when it's brand new and you've got another one with a proven track record because I went right back to ConvertKit. I also tried uh, AWeber. ConvertKit does what I need it to do. What is your favorite SEO tools? I love the Yoast plugin for WordPress, and I love Ubersuggest. Ubersuggest used to be free. It's not anymore. I recently started using Surfer SEO, and there's also Mangools if you want to take SEO to a little deeper level. These are all out at askthepodcastcoach.com slash 373. What do you use to listen to podcasts? On my iPhone, I use Overcast. You will pry it from my cold, dead hands. If I was using an Android, I hear Pocket Cast is good as well. What separates a mediocre podcast from a great one? I always say you need to make your audience laugh, cry, think, groan, educate, or entertain. Preferably, if you can do more than one of those at the same time, you are golden. And if you listen to this after Monday, December 27th, you can listen to episode 807 of the School of Podcasting where people say what their favorite podcast is and more importantly, why. Also, you need audio quality that is not distracting. Should I do seasons for my podcast? Seasons are great for people who want to do a series of episodes based on a topic. For example, the show Serial had three seasons and each season took a deep dive into one single subject. Some podcasts do seasons so they can take time off. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Just record a bunch ahead of time and schedule them out. I have one podcast. I'm thinking of starting another one. Is that a good idea? Probably not. Keep in mind that even though starting a podcast, the second one and the third and the fourth will be much quicker because you know what you're doing. You still have to create great content and there's only 24 hours in a day and you still have to promote that content and there's only 24 hours in a day and you still have family and friends and other priorities and there's only 24 hours in the day. I would recommend making one really, really, really good podcast. I'm kind of tired of doing the one podcast I have. How do you quit a podcast? You create an episode that says, thanks so much for listening. I'm going to stop doing this podcast. If you if you're starting a new podcast, be sure to point your audience at the new podcast, but basically you just say thank you. And what are they going to do? Stop not paying you? What's the best way to take a break? What if I don't want to quit? I just need a break. Life happens. I get it. So what you need to do here is let your audience know that you're going on a break starting on a certain date and that you'll be back on a certain date. And then just make sure that you come back on that date, even if even if it's to say, Hey, I'm going to extend the break another month. I will be back on this date. You do not want your audience going, I wonder where they went. 
because they will find somebody else to listen to, which they might do anyway. But it, at least if you keep them in the, in the loop, they know you didn't die and they know you're coming back. Oops, I didn't do that. I just kind of pod faded. I haven't put out an episode in eight months. How do I come back? Don't overthink this. The same way you come back from a hiatus is the same way you start a podcast. You press record and you publish. Try not to make a big deal about it and point out the fact that, hey, I'm so sorry it was gone. Because remember, part of your audience is going to hear this many, many, many months later and they will have no idea you were gone at all. Should I do a solo show? or an interview show, I can't decide which one. Remember, you're in complete control of your podcast. Do both. When you do a solo show, you increase your influence with your current audience. When you do an interview show, you increase your network by getting to know different guests. How do I get more downloads? In a nutshell, it boils down to this. You have to identify who your target audience is, determine what content they wanna hear, Create content that's going to inspire them to tell a friend. In other words, you know, it's good. Go to where that target audience is, make friends with them, bring value to every conversation and listen, listen, listen for ideas for future episodes. And then, and only then, tell them about your show. No, seriously, how do I get more downloads? Right now, the majority of people are finding new podcasts because one of their friends told them about it. It's word of mouth. So make sure you have an easy way to share your show on your website. I like social warfare plugin. It's great. And also it helps if you make content that inspires your audience to tell a friend. And I would add to that slowly, specifically, confidently, Ask your audience to share your podcast with your friend. Don't do the whole, hey, like, if you don't mind, kind of maybe just say, hey, you're still listening. You must like this show. Can you do me a favor and share it with a friend? Just kind of like I did right now. If you know some new podcaster, wannabe podcaster, go, hey, check this out. 800 questions in 35 seconds or something like that. How do I start a podcast and quit my job in six weeks? (laughs) Stop it. Just stop it. Again, everything will be out at askthepodcastcoach.com slash 373. I hope you're having a great holiday. And if for some reason you feel like you're on the outside looking in, you're like, well, everybody else spends it with their family and I don't have a family. I live in a van down by the river. Well, first things first, realize what you're doing. You're comparing yourself to others. Don't do that. And realize that without your van, life would be worse. So it can always get worse. And you're next to a river, which makes it convenient to pee. So have a great holiday. We will see you next Saturday, January 1st, 2022. If you're ready to kick off your podcast, you have all these questions. Look, it's free podcast consulting every Saturday morning at 10.30 Eastern time, unless, of course, it's Christmas, then you can get your questions answered. Now, if you're like, ah, I can't get up because in my time zone, that's like four in the morning, you can go out to askthepodcastcoach.com. You'll see a little microphone in the bottom right-hand corner. Click on that, leave your answer, and we will play your question in the show and answer it right there. Then you can go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash subscribe, and you'll see all sorts of different ways that you can subscribe to the show slash follow, of course, depending on what app you're using and never miss an episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. Do want to say a quick shout out to all of our awesome supporters. You've made it a great year. Find them by going to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. We got some things changing in 2022. 
about that, but you can always see these awesome people. I deeply, deeply appreciate all the support you get. And some of the things we do with new microphones and gear and things like that, that is possible because of the awesome supporters. So you can see a list of them over there at askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. We'll see you January 1st. Thanks so much for listening. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa Masaka. And uh, we'll see you real soon. Take care. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world one download at a time.